Can you dig it? What's up, big dog? What's up, dude? What's I feel like up? every time I see you, you got something new Lakers on. Oh, uh, I try to keep it, you know, different, but at the same time, the same. <laughs> yeah, what's going on? I'm just seeing, like... A creative Pokemon? Yeah, I'm like, I'm waiting for my eyes to... I was like, okay, adjust. Now adjust. There did you just go. turn on the... Did you just turn on the cell phone light <laughs> and point it at yourself? Oh, Ghetto fab in this bitch. Let me turn on the I want to see your face, your beautiful face. We want to see your face. Y'all want to see my face? Oh, yeah. So, my, our boy Drummond. Two, or one game in. Two I games know the, the toe. I, I like know. the activity right away. We'll see. He's a big dude. I'm just kind of bummed out that Marcus Saul is like all. I don't know about what, it. I, I didn't know. He didn't think that that was going to happen or like what what's happening with that, dude? I'm like, what do you I don't mean? know. I just I think what he's <laughs> maybe he didn't think he'd be out of the ro- the rotation like entirely cuz he's kind of just like out of it now, which sucks. Um mm-hmm. but I don't know, dude, like that's just kind of a bummer cuz it's like Drummond is about, you know, he's a he's a really good player, but Marcus Gasol has his extreme benefits too you know what i mean he's still yeah. he's been playing really good defense all year long so but uh we'll see i i didn't realize how huge drummond was that dude's like the incredible hulk out there just like yeah. running around was he like 280 pushing 280 or something yeah it's like probably like 285 he said he lost like 10 to 15 pounds but even then at 270 <laughs> that's what i'm saying seven foot yeah. too like drummond smash bro <laughs> we'll see how we'll see how it goes though but um i'm getting scared i'm still getting scared about the fucking nets dude all my friends are like nah nah we got him on defense i'm like dude we have the two the three best scorers in the nba all on the same goddamn team dog yeah not even worried about it (laughs) that's what all you guys are saying am i the only one that sees it for what it is my the lakers play such a a uh, grind it out, put your hand in the dirt style type of defense. They do. That why am I even worried about it? I'm not I'm not worried about the Nets. I'm just the only thing I'm concerned about is getting our guys back, mm-hmm. getting them healthy. Getting ready for that goddamn play. Yeah. And just being well, hopefully not hopefully, you know, get A D back here within a week, week and a half. The uh avoid the play in. Well, the play starts in a month, so we need to make up at least two games to get back to six. I need to see who's in six and see if we can catch them, because we'll when AD comes back and all them come back, we'll probably be a game or two games out. Now we have to see, like you know, put the schedules together and see like if there's any trap games or anything like that, but. They they they're gonna be either six or seventh, but if they're in the play in, I. I got them in the plan. Yeah, we'll see. I'm not too concerned either way. Their their defense is phenomenal because Frank Vogel is amazing at coaching number, defense. Number two got, in the league still? Or yeah. number two since uh, AD and LeBron both went out? Chrome. Looking good, man. They're still looking good. They're still holding yeah. teams down. You know what I mean? 
we we need to make sure that there's no uh no more injuries so cool. yeah they got to keep everybody everybody right all right uh Ooh, hit that dude do you see that uh Baylor Baylor smashed at Gonzaga yeah, dude, I mean, I I bet my friend about that. Dude, did you see that UCLA uh, Gonzaga at the fucking buzzer? Love a good underdog with heart, dude. That's <laughs> that's if you want to lose, that's the way you lose with heart, with dignity, yeah. with everything. Was, you put everything out on the line, dude. Everything was left out on the floor, dude. He just threw it up, and I'm just like, oh shit, that got a chance, dude, because that was uncontested too. Hey, if you're as long as you have that elbow pointed at the rim, always have a chance. The wrap, yeah, it's yeah. a wrap. Yeah, what was it? Three point five. Yeah, that's, that's uh Terrell Suggs's cousin. Cousin Suggs. Yeah, cousin Suggs, dude. Like, so I guess like you know, ice water runs in that fucking family. It's so. in their veins, dude. <laughs> but yeah, I mean. It was it was sad how UCLA, but I'm a SC fan, so but it was, it was I'm like damn, if that's the way if that's how you're gonna lose that's how you're gonna lose though. So I mean it was a good one, but the national championship game they just got mollywopped right now. Yeah, just absolutely, just Baylor was bombing away from three man. Mm-hmm. They took over that, but that was a fun tournament actually. Having I think since there was no tournaments last year, having tournaments this year was a lot of fun. All right. You're listening to the Cutthroat Podcast with your hosts, Xavier Johnson and myself, Christopher Huerta. You could find me at Huerta Waco on Twitter, and you could find my co-host here at XCPJ9. Yes, sir. Oh, yeah. X, how are we doing today? We're doing phenomenal. Phenomenal. We're doing good. And (laughs) at this point now, how could we not be doing good? We're getting two new episodes from two separate seasons of the challenge going on. We got all-stars and we got double agents, but today we are just having a discussion on the most recent episode of double agents. Before we get into that, a little tea brewing up. We got a little X's tea. We got X's tea. Yeah. Hit me with it. What do we got? What do we got going on out there? What did you know, you're our eyes and ears scoping out Reddit, scoping out Twitter for some fresh tea. Yes, I am. So I'm going to keep this short, my man. So right now, uh, I would say on the 1st of April of our Lord, Ashley, everyone's favorite white girl, she uh, did a tweet that was kind of divisive uh, that kind of made Lolo come for her. Um, so it, I'm, I'm just going to quote it real quick. So Ashley said, so entertainers make better TV than athletes, dot, dot, dot. Hmm, who would have guessed? And so Lolo hit her right after that and said, tell that to LeBron. He just came out, or he just came out with a movie. J.J. Watt and Tebow, Griffin, and the countless other athletes that have TV shows after their careers. And then she said, how many challengers get picked up for anything after they're done? Pretty much none. After the challenge, that's that's it. You're done. And so after that, my man, um, a lot of people have been coming for Lolo. I'm Where's sorry, this? we have Trishel. 
Where's this back and forth at? Uh, I need to, I, need, I need to see this on Twitter. It's on, it's on Twitter. Because what I'm thinking is we got to give these people some panache here. Okay. So we, if, if, if I could find this exchange, the one that you're reading off of, uh-huh. um, I'm thinking that we'll just read, we'll just do a back and forth. You okay. know, you know what I mean? Yeah. We'll, we'll sell it better that way. Like okay. It. So I'm looking for it. So we can go ahead and read this. Uh, are, are you looking at the actual tweet exchange right now yourself? Or are you looking at an article of it? I'm looking at an article on it, but I can find it on her. It was well, where's that? Where's this article at? So let's, what's this article? Where is it at? Let me, let I me got find the it. article on the challenge overdose on Instagram. Ooh, we've got XST right here. There we go. And then the responses is going to be the second post that they did, or the second most recent post. So we got Ashley right here, and then we got Lolo's response on the bottom, right? Mm-hmm. Okay. Who should I be? Should I be Ashley or should I be Lolo? You should be, you should be Ashley. That's going to be funnier. Okay. I'm not looking at you right now because I can't, I can't bear to look at you <laughs> while I do this. So entertainers make better TV than athletes. Hmm. Who would have guessed? I roll emoji. Tell that to LeBron James. He just came out of, with a movie. JJ Watt and Tebow Griffin and the countless other athletes that have made TV out of their careers after they were on how many challenges or how many challengers get to pick up and do anything after they're done? Pretty much none. After the challenge, that's it. You're done. Ooh, okay. And then, as X was saying, when he was giving us the high tea. All right, we got we got some some more here on shout out to Challenge Overdose for giving uh, us these these deets yes. here right because because yes. it seems that Lolo yeah. made people mad which by the way i want to kind of have a debate a little bit on on like what ashley was saying and mm -hmm. like athletes coming onto this show because i don't know if she was specifically talking about lolo jones but we've seen lolo jones on you know challenge all stars before yeah. and mm -hmm. she has shown that she's made for reality television like she yeah. didn't get into it with anybody because i think she actually legitimately became friends with a lot of the girls on the show yeah but uh we saw in the challenge all-stars like how hot-headed she was and like mm -hmm. how like she was getting into it with everyone and everyone i was kind of hoping for that that fire that mm -hmm. that zestiness that spice really have it in, yeah, the, she didn't, in the house yeah she didn't can't she didn't come with that th this time around so me i don't know if it was because just the feeling of the house but uh whatever but we got uh let's see we got trishelle here weighing mm -hmm. in lolo Stop blaming production for you losing. As a professional athlete, you have to pit, uh, you have a piss poor attitude. I was at a crawfish boil today in Baton Rouge, and it took everything in me not to knock on your door to get you to say this to my face. Girl, bye. That's such a random thing to say. A I was at a crawfish boil today in Baton Rouge. So is that does that mean that Lolo was in Baton Rouge? Is that where she's from, I guess? I like, don't why know. Would you just randomly say that. I think it's just 20, 2021 slang for meet me in the parking lot. Catch me outside. How yeah, exactly. That? Exactly. I'm going to be saying that from now on. Listen, unless you want to, you know, see me at a crawfish boil today in Baton Rouge, I suggest you 
move about your day. <laughs> You're lucky yeah. I was at a crawfish broil in Baton Rouge, bro, or I would have definitely gave you those hands. <laughs> <laughs> what else do we got here? Let's see. This is, this is the next slide is amazing because we have um, Kendall yeah. Shepard. She posted all the people that have been on the challenge um, that have actually made successful career moves after the challenge, including Mike, the Miz Minzanin. Um, we got, who else we got on here? We got some dude that looks like he's a politician now. I need to see exactly, I need to do my research on what everyone's doing on here, but we have someone that's on a good morning football. He's one of the hosts. Oh my gosh. Okay. I, I'm sorry. I, I totally uh, was stopped paying attention spaced out to that one because i skipped ahead a little bit uh -huh. to gem to jemmy's oh, we we need to solely focus on jemmy's here because there's a there's a specific reason why we need to dissect this tweet this is um this is serious now x okay we're getting down to this are you gonna do her voice i i know it's the lord's day and i should <laughs> behave but the quote tweets on this tweet are straight comedy challenge fans ate lala's ass up she called lolo jones lala, lala. <laughs> like lala anthony <laughs> done done but when you said but that's exactly how she wrote it too <laughs> but, yeah oh definitely that's definitely how jemmy wrote it i i couldn't do her justice um i catch up that's <laughs> i don't know if you remember that forget that about her that's like her famous thing from the challenges that she, whole catch like she has a a catch a phobe <laughs> catch a phobe my bad <laughs> um so yeah it's just interesting because jimmy i never know how to say her name jimmy and uh ashley are always the ones that like tweet the most out of any challenge contestant so those two are really interesting follows if you guys want to follow them on twitter but like me, if you guys want to get your information from the challenge overdose, it doesn't post any spoilers, but it does give you a lot of background stuff. So it's always good to like see what's going on with these challengers outside of filming. We so got 40. Kellyanne and Nehemiah over here, my girl that I used to have a crush on back in the day, uh, getting all cozied up in the little all-stars house right now. So that's that's some um, challenge T right there too. So we'll see. Yeah. I, I haven't seen any of that yet. They didn't show any of that in the first episode, but yeah, we'll see maybe next week. I don't know. Uh, they did. They did. Uh, Beth is back in, in all stars. So yeah. Beth and Nehemiah, if you remember what happened between them on the duel, yeah. Yeah. Uh, you know, they, they mentioned it a little bit, but we're not here to talk about that today. We're here to talk <laughs> double agents double agents. But before we get into double agents. We're going to try something a little bit different today here on the Cutthroat Pod. Something different, but something that we're familiar with, which is a fantasy hall brawl. Today's theme for fantasy hall brawl is TV show hosts. And right off the back, we're starting off with a big matchup. We got Steve Harvey versus Snoop Dogg. Steve Harvey, of course, the host of Family Feud. And we got Snoop Dogg, who's, I think it's the, the Go Big Show. Yeah, on TBS. On TBS. So, X, my man, you know, seeing as we are challenge experts, yes, sir. per se, watching 
20 plus seasons. We got Steve Harvey, who was obviously a little bit older than Snoop Dogg. Mm-hmm. But the thing is, he's got more weight, you got know, a little, a little bit more weight behind him. Yeah. And, and Snoop Dogg's a, a frail guy. But Snoop Dogg, you know, football coach from from the streets, from the streets <laughs> of LBC, of the LBC, the D-O-double-G. What are we thinking? So that they're so TJ's, you know, obviously they got they got sent down there. Mm-hmm. Um, they're pissed, you know, specifically Snoop Dogg because he got backstabbed. Steve lost in in the daily challenge that day, so he was already down there. Okay. So we got Snoop Dogg now, you know, coming down uh to be the challenger. They're boys, you know, they didn't want this, they didn't want this at all. They're in the same alliance with each other back in the house, like they didn't want this to go down. Um, but it's either him, it's either Snoop steve and they know this you know one's got to go so tj's getting ready he's telling him best two out of three uh how's this playing out well i like how you set that up for me it sounds like a little Corey nelly t action which is always fun when you have friends going up against each other so um like you said steve harvey has some girth and then we got the lanky ass snoop dog i'm gonna go i'm always gonna go with the girth dog so i'm gonna have steve I mean, Snoop has a little speed on him, but girth, it trumps all sometimes in these little hall brawls. Who you got? I'm going to go with Snoop strictly because he's got the football background, you know, as a coach. But Mm. at the same time, he's got, you know, he's tall as shit. So he's got like this tall, lanky body. I think he's kind of like Mr. Fantastic. And he can just literally (laughs) like, like probably just like go over like if steve is gonna try to go under him he can try to slip through i don't know i think he's skinny enough and and slender enough that he can maneuver his way to just kind of slip <laughs> past steve before he knows it to to kind of touch the bell he's like I, a slender, slender man <laughs> yeah i i definitely think that it's going you know the distance so they're both gonna get one right off the back so i'm not i'm not saying that steve is it going to get dusted? That, that's not what I'm saying here. It's going to be a, a, a good matchup because they're going to, you know, battle with heart, obviously. Mm-hmm. But uh, I'm taking Snoop Dogg. <laughs> let's get in. Let's get into this episode, though. Let's get into uh, it. They gave us an hour long episode. So this is kind of telling me that they're going to, you know, the next one's probably going to be an hour or two and they're going to set up the final to be yeah. like, you know, like maybe like a two hour long yeah. uh, type, you know, type deal where it's just, you know, one night, two hours. Uh, I'm excited for it, but I, it's interesting because I I think that we were expecting the double elimination. We had talked yeah. to Kravitz about it. You know, that's not exactly the way it played out, but let's get let's get into this. The daily challenge. I think that this is a challenge they should have saved for when they had more even teams. Yeah, when they had a lot more. Yeah, when they had a lot more people, for sure. Because yeah. it was like, I don't know, they just really spread this daily out. It was a long daily to watch. It was it was intense, but it was just really long to watch. Like, you know, I got exhausted watching. I felt like I was in one of those little hamster wheels with them. Yeah, but at the same but it was exhausting and it was it was really long. I agree. Mm-hmm. But I just think the fact that like the alliances have kind the, the Big Brother Alliance has kind of carried itself this far. Yeah. And they have, you know, having the numbers in this challenge, mm-hmm. uh it just kind of took a lot of the fun out of the competition it, it, of it, it because you knew that like, you know, you knew that just. One you know, of them Kate, was win. Yeah. Casey and Leroy were celebrating it, but it was kind of like, mm, yeah, you really deserve it guys. That's another thing too. It's just like, okay, Casey and Leroy, they've won, I believe four or five in a row. So 
That is. They, have, they haven't won them in a row. They've won. They won five total. Okay, I thought I heard in the episode that they said this is five in a row or something like that. But yeah, okay. So it, it, if it's total, yeah, they're still beasting. But at the same time, it's just like I know me and you have talked in the past how some of those wins were they were getting help from somebody. Like most notably when they were doing the challenge with that looked like the saw the movie <laughs> when they were doing that overnight challenge they definitely yeah. got help from cam i mean cam did all the math for leroy and casey and we also have situations in the past where they're like okay because of the alliance that both of them are in i mean they're they're seem pretty and it just doesn't really seem like anyone really cares because they already know who's going to go down there now. So I think that a lot of people are kind of just like, you know, vying for time until they get to the final, which the producers might see that and they might throw them a curveball in this next episode. Uh, what do you reckon with that? Uh, with the whole with the whole challenge and everything. I was just giving a, you know, my spiel on like them winning the five and everything, how that's kind of like an asterisk five, but... Yeah, well, I, I mean, I agree with you. Like a lot of the, a lot of these wins have have the, you know, we had this conversation with Charlie where it was just the dailies haven't meant as much because yeah. of these alliances that that have been forming, yeah. uh, and it does take a lot of fun out of it because the daily challenges really used to mean a lot, and mm-hmm. a lot of the teams really used to compete for them, mm-hmm. uh, but it's just kind of a lot of how the way these alliances have played out that you know haven't made it as fun. I was going to say, how do you feel about the actual challenge itself? Like the little hamster wheel. I got, I got kind of freaked out in the beginning because I was just like, dang, if someone slips, like, let's say if we have Fessy and Nani in there and you yeah. know, like how Nani was saying like, oh, this dude is going to go a hundred. I'm like, what if she slips and hits her face on the pole on the inside? I was, yeah. I was thinking that dude, I'm like, I was thinking that too. Fucked up in this shit. I think that's why they made it the challenge that they did. Mm-hmm. where it was having to roll over those those things as opposed to like smashing into each other like mm-hmm. i mean they were smashing into each other because they had to play defense but mm-hmm. you know it wasn't it it wasn't too uh crazy you know they were they were kind of at a stalemate mostly when they were pushing up against each other in those things but i think that the premise of it could have been cooler if there was a more way to make it fair Mm-hmm. And the fact that you had like the alliances going again, you know, three against two in the way that, you know, Leroy and Casey were able to stack it to their favor. Mm-hmm. Um, it just kind of takes it, takes the fun out of it. Yeah. This would have been a fun, al- or this would have been a fun daily if they did this in the beginning. Like if this was like the first challenge with all of those teams, um, you know, like how you and Charlie both were saying, like the production value has gone up in this season, right? Yeah. You're telling me that they couldn't get like 10 more of those balls and just, they have the arena for it. It looked like a huge arena, but they, it looked like they were very limited to what they were showing. Like it looked like they only stayed on one side. So maybe that was an option in the beginning, but yeah, cause that looks like that place could have been the crater itself. Like that thing was huge where they're yeah, at i agree i agree yeah and it being so long and like i i wish they have to find a way to make the the competition for the daily challenges more of an equal ground to to deter the 
alliances from having such a strong say and output in the way these things finish yeah because it you know like give it i i give it up to kyle and and amber b which by the way like it's crazy okay so we'll get into it with with what happens you know later on the episode but like amber b like showed that she was hustling really hard with kyle and i thought they did really well and you know we kind of see from the beginning of the episode you know uh, that Amber B was thinking that Casey was going to kind of have her back, but it's, yeah. it's like, you know, you kind of have to kind of have some self-awareness that it, you're a rookie at this time in the game. People are going to be going home. Numbers are dwindling now. Numbers are dwindling. You're working with people that are, aren't in the Alliance and like mm-hmm. everybody else is in the Alliance now. So it's like, it's your turn to, to go essentially. So we see some, some conflict between her and Fessy, right. Mm-hmm. Uh, taking place. Well, Casey, her and Casey. Well, her and Casey, but her, her and Fessy too. She, oh. she, she calls out Fessy and her. In oh, because uh, he was blocking her. Yeah, she or he kept on blocking Kyle and. Yeah. So, he, so okay. she was she was pissed off about that, and then uh, he was also kind of in his little talking head interviews too. Was kind of, you know, talking a little trash on her as well, yeah. saying you know she wasn't that great of a competitor and that she's a rookie and like, of course it's her time to go. So we yeah. see that, like you said, Casey and Leroy win that uh, that the daily challenge. They're going to have the say. And then Kyle quickly starts to kind of, you know, he's becoming a smarter player in the game. Yeah, he is. He, and you kind of, you can kind of see, I mean, the, the dumb thing, he's still doing the dumb thing of like being everybody's friend. Mm-hmm. Uh, but he's, he's becoming more savvy to the, to how to try to stay alive when there's an alliance, a strong alliance formed in the house that you're not a part of. Yeah. So he realizes that they have numbers and he comes up to T to CT, you know, big T Amber B, and they kind of have the plan to throw Fessy in and to kind of get in a fake fight to make it look like they're going after each other mm-hmm. uh, to kind of split the vote on the other end. So that at least Fessy and Nani go in against, you know, either CT and big T or Kyle and, Amber B and Kyle acknowledged it's going to be one of us, but Hey, at least it's just one of us. Right. Um, it was a good plan, dude. It was, it was, it was a really, I thought it was a really solid thought out plan by Kyle. I was like, all right. I was like, okay, Kyle, look who's stepping up and playing the game. You know who it's funny though. I thought Amber was going to renege on that plan because of the whole big brothers shit, you know? So, but going back to Amber, I think she has shown a lot this season, dude. And it kind of doesn't get talked about. I mean, she's not the top tier player. And so when I say top tier, I say Casey and Cam, top tier. And she's not the bottom tier. And when I say that, I say in this episode, Big T and Nani. She's a middle of the pack person. Like she will beat Nani and she will beat Big T. In the foot race. But she will not beat Cam and she will not beat Casey. That in my mind, like, you know, so she is legit a middle of the pack player, which is actually an upgrade um, instead of like, you know, the other two. So I just thought like, you know, like when Darrell went home and everyone's like, oh, I kind of don't want her. I'm like, why not, dude? She's not that bad. I mean, there was only probably one instance where she didn't do well. And that was that that swimming challenge that uh, Leroy and Casey won uh, when they had to spell decode. Yeah, that was the only one I kind of saw her like, oh, she kind of gave that one up easily. But the other ones, like, you know, she went up against Teresa and all that. So she thinks that people are just like gonna stick together through the end. And it just obviously wasn't gonna be that way if you look at the numbers. Go ahead, man. 
All right, let me hit you with another fantasy hall brawl real quick. Let's do it. Uh, we got. We'll do a, some sports talk show host next. Yeah. We got Big Diesel, Shaquille O'Neal, Shaq Daddy versus uh Michael Strahan. He got some new teeth. Uh, yeah, some new teeth. <laughs> no more gap. No gap for Shaq. Who you got? Strahan got Kyle's veneers now, dog. <laughs> I'm going with Strahan for sure, dog. Strahan, if you if you know football, Strahan is just a beast. This dude has had 22 sacks in his career. This dude is used to plowing through motherfuckers. So 22, guess, 22 sacks in a season. In, in a season, yeah. In a single season is what you meant. Sorry, right? yeah. he set the, he set the record <laughs> one season. Um, but yeah, he's definitely, he, he made a history of hall brawl kind of situation. So I'm definitely going with Strahan on this one. Yeah, I'm going with him too, just cause, uh, I was this close to picking Shaq, but then I remember what Charlie said about, uh, Mike Ryan being like six, three, six, four, and like kind of the top heavy guys, maybe not doing so well in this mm-hmm. and it all, oh, yeah, all it would take is for Strahan to get a little bit lower unless Shaq just, you know, picks him up. <laughs> and kind of like if he if he's able to pick him up and, and take him with him see uh, i think see, he has a chance okay so actually we i you know we didn't set this one up quite as nice as we did the other one but it's the same it's the same situation you know Shaq um messed up uh he he fell into the water and got disqualified hmm. so he was the the last place for the guys it's a guy's elimination that day and straight hand you know kind of got the short in the stick kind of got voted and thrown in against him too uh that was, just get through that quickly but i i'm going with you tj's raising you know mike's hand at the end and then he's he's telling Shaq, you know you gave a great effort uh but we'll have this will end your time and we hope to see you next time he's getting, <laughs> he's getting one of those okay so we get to uh the voting the deliberation we already kind of mentioned this plan that they put together and then right away they're voting and ct goes uh yeah you know if i'm if i'd rather have somebody to go against I'd rather it be Kyle. And he doesn't go with the plan. He nigged on the plan, dude. He ends up, <laughs> ends up telling Kyle, like, hey, uh, I got to tell you something. I did something. I voted you in. But, you know, as we end up finding out, come elimination time, doesn't even matter, right? Mm-hmm. Doesn't matter at all. Mm-hmm. Uh you know, we, uh, and the reason why it doesn't matter is because it's a girl's elimination. Yes. So Kyle and Amber B are the ones that are voted in. And we see that CT and obviously big T are going to be thrown down there. But for a second there, man, before they said it was a girl's elimination, right dead smack in the middle. <laughs> of the crater is was the favorite. one and only hall brawl your favorite and we're still i'm starting to think are we about to see ct go into choo-choo mode <laughs> is he about to go through kyle's veneers right now <laughs> like are we about to get kyle's this veneers, yo. <laughs> uh, but but alas it was a girl's elimination and we get big t versus amber hall brawl b yeah, Amber B got through this quick, like she did with Amber M. Mm. But she didn't get through it as quick because oh, no. Big T fights fought and she yeah. fought with heart 
And she went out there and she, you know, she busted her ass. She, she yeah. gave it, she did her very best. And you could see that she was actually yeah. digging in, make, trying to make it as tough as possible for Amber B. Um, by the end was kind of getting pushed back a little bit and, and ended up losing obviously to Amber B. Mm-hmm. But uh, man, what a season for big T. She was just the, the feel good story of the season. Everybody's favorite competitor. The second we saw the hall bra, I'm like, okay, Kyle's going home. But then I'm like, oh, what if it's a double elimination? Like we talked about earlier, because we're just like, okay, we're all expecting a double elimination sooner or later. This will be like, okay, if CT beats Kyle, then we have Amber obviously being big T, then they would have to go up again. And then it's just like, okay, that's just a battle of nutrition right there. It's like, okay, what if CT gasses out? What if he gets tired? You know, something like that. Or if they want to do the girls, first then that would definitely be a toss-up you know so that's what i wanted but the whole amber versus big t is just like each time amber's gone into or this this is the second time and she's gone against the two i would say weakest girls that would be in a in a hall brawl so it's like you know so i think that's kind of like everyone's like oh maybe that's what everyone's talking about like oh this girl is not like at what what she thinks she is but at the same time i think like you know that's just kind of by chance she's had the two easiest eliminations i've ever seen on on this show i mean she she's this season's rookie of the year as they've mentioned yeah and she's been absolute you know absolutely demolished uh two people who really didn't belong in a hall brawl yeah uh, but you know she kind of showed them up let's go through our last fantasy hall brawl of the night on tv show hosts let's do it we've got oprah (laughs) versus ellen (laughs) who we got okay you have to give us the storyline the background the background okay so obviously oprah's a strong competitor in the house and she's been kind of you know stirring a lot ahead she's been playing a really strong political game and there's been some veterans in the house that obviously see that you know, this is their chance to kind of, they have the numbers and they get the opportunity to throw her in. Mm-hmm. Ellen, somehow people have been keeping her around as a layup, you know, maybe trying to keep her around for the final or close to, to kind of, you know, help leapfrog them into the final. But she uh, did the worst today in the day, in the daily challenge. This is a, you know, another time that she's been thrown down into the, uh, the abyss. Mm-hmm. That's what this is. The elimination is known as in this hall brawl season of the TV <laughs> show host, or I guess we could have given it like Studio City or something like a, <laughs> the back lot or some kind of Hollywood name. Um, but we've got the Oprah Ellen matchup, and I'm gonna have to go with Oprah on this because she's not gonna put up with any of Ellen's shit. She's gonna stuff it out from the get go. Ellen's gonna try to, you know dance move her way through the hall brawl you know trying to do the robot or something Mm -hmm. within the space and then oprah's just gonna (laughs) not today you know what i mean Uh uh-huh she's gonna find something underneath like a chair like oh like you get a new this or some i don't know some kind of surprise thing but i think (laughs) that that oprah will steamroll her ass i got ellen dog i got ellen oh here i think ellen got some mean streak dude i mean you could tell by her hair you know, she's had the same hair for years, dude. You don't keep that same hair without a mean streak. If somebody messes up on that hair, then, you know, somebody getting cussed out. I feel like 
she is going to give Oprah that that work. You know, I think it, it's going to be a big T Anissa kind of situation where you think Anissa's going to give you that dub, but it's actually going to be big T. So I'm going to go with Ellen with the underdog story, dog. Shocking upset. <laughs> Shocking, bro. You, you don't okay. go up against, you don't go up against mm -mm. Ellen. She's going to dance on you at the end too. It's going to make it even better. That's going to suck. No, no, man. So, okay. So let's close out here kind of with some predictions. You know, normally we're wrong on our predictions, as we've been seeing. Things definitely got interesting. With Amber B winning, she she picks Fessy, right? Mm -hmm. So, and she chose him right away. I thought, you know, no no suspense. Nani uh, goes back to Kyle for some reason. Um, Kyle was pissed off, and CT was extremely happy because he's thinking now that he that he somehow landed in the final but I don't think they're going to let him just ass backwards get into they the final that way. Like that? I don't know. I don't know. Maybe they will, you know, cause it's kind of coming up to the end, but I don't, that's I kind think, of, that kind of just seems like a shady way to get into the final. You know what I mean? I think he did though. We'll I think see. he did because the next one has to be a mill because it's, yeah. if you look at it, it's nine players right now. So they have four girls and five guys so they have to get rid of one more guy so he might have just by process of elimination just scaved his way to the final so as excited as he was i thought so when they said that i thought that was going to be the twist at the end um because you hit me up and a few other people have hit me up and they're like dude did you watch this this episode so i thought that there was some kind of twist at the end i thought because big t lost that meant both of them were going home like that was going to be, that would have been dope. Yeah. Um, that would have been, that would suck, but that would have been dope. Like, oh shit, you really don't know what's going to happen in this game. But um, yeah, I think he did kind of mail his ticket because if you look at the statistics of like the game and then how we think this next episode is going to be the last episode, I don't see how he would go back into the prayer or go into a purge kind of situation if he's a rogue agent. So, yeah. Yeah, that is kind of, I mean, I would be jumping up and down if I was looking at like how they're doing this. So yeah, I think they're starting to figure out the game. I think that's what's going on. Like the producers have not made it as suspenseful as we thought they would. Yeah. Um. So that's why he's jumping up and down because I've told you in the past that Cam is, uh, she has gone on, on, on the record saying that producers kept on asking her, how do you know which elimination it's going to be? And she's just like, oh, because I'm smart. Like, I know how you guys think. So I just think that they could have made this season a little bit more of a, hey, we're going to have a purge the second week or something like that. You know, something crazy. And yeah. They never, they never gave it to them. So I just, the thing is, though, it's it's a thing of they get really, they're the like the highest rated show on Wednesday yeah. nights. Yeah. And I think that you need to have a drawn out season because you know, they, they made a lot of money last, they probably made a good amount of money last year on advertising during the oh, pandemic yeah. because, you know, no other sports were going on at that time. Disney plus deal. You have to think about that kind of money going into. Yeah. So, so um, I'm not Disney plus Paramount plus. Yeah. Paramount plus. Yeah. yeah. Sorry. 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 I, I, I knew what you're saying, uh, but yeah. Um, so my predictions, uh, I'm kind of looking at like some of the pairings. So like, 
we were, you know, if you, I don't know if you saw the, the preview for next week, Fessy was kind of making Amber B cry. Yeah. And I, I think that he's going to try to go in against Kyle. Yeah. I think he's going to go in against Kyle, beat Kyle. And then I think he might try to take either Cam or Casey. Uh, yeah, just period. He might try to yeah. take either Cam or Casey and get away from Amber B. I think that that's going to be the strategy for Fessy going into the next episode. Mm-hmm. Uh, I can't really predict, you know, further than that, but that's just kind of my, my simple prediction uh, for this episode. Yeah. My simple pre- or my prediction oh, for the upcoming one. Sorry. Yeah. My prediction is also going to be Kyle is going to be one way or related into that crater. Um, if they do it that way, don't think Fessy is going to do anything. I think he's making her cry because of the daily, whatever happens in the daily, maybe she doesn't give it the her or her all or some situation where he thinks you know, like he's just probably just being a dick, you know? So I think that's maybe why she will be crying. But who I have down there in the crater with Kyle, I would have to say, I think they might have to throw in um, Corey. He's the one that doesn't really have ties to anybody. And if they know it's a Mel's elimination, they might just do that because, you know, just for the fuck of it, because they're not going to throw in Leroy. I don't see them throwing in Fessy. So I think that's a good point. Be, yeah, that might be a Corey Kyle um, situation that we're running into. So that's my prediction for this upcoming episode. All right, man. I love it. That, that's a really good one, actually. Like I, I, I completely forgot about Kyle and kind of thinking about like since Cam knows how to play the game and since they mm-hmm. know it's going to be a male elimination, like she doesn't have to worry about going down there at all and yeah. you know, risk losing her skull. So terrific. All right. Well, you know, that's been the Cutthroat Pod your host xavier johnson and myself christopher huerta you can find me at twitter at, at huerta waco and you can find my co-host here at xcpj9 yeah and this was a fun one you go you go ahead and have a good day uh thank you for listening to the cutthroat podcast it's, it's finally nice to be you know, out in a, i guess out and about you know people years kind of you know everybody can finally hear what we've been working on what we've been cooking up in the kitchen so thank you very much for listening for y'all lazy